0: We begin reading today from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, um, and there's a lot that can be um, gleaned from the the introductions that Paul gives in these letters. Um, It's interesting to see how how Paul considers himself, talking about his apostleship and he and, and those others who are writing the letters with him, but also we can understand something of who Paul believes us to be in the way that he addresses the churches that he writes to. Um, He says today, he sends greetings to the church of God in Corinth, to the holy people of Jesus Christ, who are called to take their place among all the saints everywhere who pray to our Lord Jesus Christ. He's referring to the people that he's writing to as saints. And I don't think he's doing that because he presumes that sometime in the future that the church is going to recognize them and venerate them as saints, as we do Saint so and so and Saint so and so. Um, But he says that because everybody in the church is a saint. And that's, that's just how he considers the people of God. And, and we ought to consider ourselves saints in the sense that he's using it here. Now, there's, there is a bit of a difference between this use of the idea of saint and, you know, Saint Joseph and Saint Bartholomew, who we celebrated yesterday, and Saint, whoever else, you can list them all off. Um, the the canonised saints... But really, that's that's just a a definite version of kind of who we are now. If if we can partake fully of the sainthood that we have now, then we'll be in heaven with all those saints. And maybe I don't know if we'll actually be canonized and get a get a preface before our names like Saint so and so. But what Paul is pointing to is that we are holy. That's all that all saint means. Um, he says, he also refers to them as the holy people of Jesus Christ. We are holy in Jesus, and that's what it means to belong to the church, that we have placed our lives in Christ, um, and we take on Jesus's holiness in that. And that's another good thing for us to recall, that the the saints who who we venerate are not considered saints because of the great deeds that they've done. Perhaps that's why they got the renown that they did. But Really, they're only holy because of Jesus and his holiness. And really, any great deeds that they were able to do, or any great wisdom that they were able to share, or things that happened in their lives, only flowed out of Jesus' holiness at work in them. So each one of us has been baptized, and therefore we've, we've kind of cast aside our own self that's weak and broken and does silly things and um, doesn't live up to God's standards that he would want us to live by. But because we've died to that old self in baptism, we have the holiness of Christ ourselves. Um, And that's what it means that we can be members of the church, that we can be saints. And there's a lifelong process where we continue to keep taking off that old self and put aside the sin that we continue to commit and the weaknesses that we continue to um, fall into, so that we can perfectly become saints that we can take on God's holiness within ourselves a bit more but we are already saints in the sense that we we stand as the church as God's chosen people we belong to him that's another um thing that kind of comes through in what Paul's saying here that we belong to the Lord that we are the people of God and I know I can think of that idea of belonging to someone else as an oppressive sort of thing, that I'm I'm not free, I'm not my own. But one thing that Paul talks of here is that the grace of God will hold you and will look after you through all of the things that you face um, until the end that he wants for you. And that's um, the, the greatest benefit, I think, or the, the, the peace that we can find in being God's saints, in belonging to God, that we know that God's grace is at work within us and God's grace is holding us through every situation that we find ourselves in, through everything that comes against us, through every interaction that we have and everything that's demanded of us and everything that we hear. Um, God's grace is holding us and he's trying to carry us forward to the end that he wants for us which is that perfection of life shared with him, um, and he only ever wants our good. So rather than thinking that our belonging to God is an oppressive sort of, we're his slaves, we're not free, we're not our own, um, there's an invitation to find peace in that because God is caring for us. Um, God wants us to flourish and to live fully, and that all the grace that he has at work in us, he's going to see that. To its end. So let's enter into our day today with that confidence that God is at work, leading us, um, giving us His gifts. And let's bring all those situations of our lives, especially those that perhaps trouble us at the moment, let's bring them into this Eucharist, um, offering them up to the Lord, trusting that He knows what He's doing in them, that we belong to Him, that we are His people, and that He wants to work in, in them and hold us to bring us to the fullness of life in him.